Hey, this is Nicole Herring, and you are listening to The Spark Series, a podcast dedicated to empowering women with inspiring stories and the kind of ideas that get the sparks flying. My focus in life is to lead and support others in overcoming mediocrity so that we can all leverage our passion for a purpose. Get ready for the incredible wisdom of my guests, have a good laugh with us, and enjoy some deep thoughts and real connection. Because believe me, these are the kinds of meaningful conversations we've all been craving. Above all, we lead with authenticity. So hop up, have a 10 second dance party with me, and let's do it. everyone. Oh my gosh. So I have something really exciting for you today. Um, I have a guest on who the first time that I met her, we were in France, I believe. I mean, this is the conversation that we have. Where did we meet? When did I see you? Oh, it was in France. Oh, we were in Montreal. <laughs> These are like the best stories ever. But I, the first time I met her was in France and she was borrowing shoes, I think it was, from my roommate because she was a world traveling mama. What it? I don't think you were a mama at the time. You were world traveling uh, with a tiny suitcase and we were at a, a, an event that she needed heels and lo and behold, women, women support women by having shoes and all the things. So anyway, I want to introduce you to my friend Kim. Kim, tell us who you are and where you come from and what you do. Hi everyone, I am a success coach who helps women finally take action on their big dreams so, they, so that they can fulfill their greatest potential, confidently make money doing what they love, and live an adventurous and abundant life. So I'm originally from Orange County, California, um, and I live with my husband actually now in Guatemala um, with our son Jackson who's, uh, who's about a year old. Oh my goodness, okay, so wait a second. You live in Guatemala, uh, what do you do there? Tell me more. Like, where's that? Like, how does one go from living in Orange County to being married and living in Guatemala? What's that all about? <laughs> so I, I, it's a long story, which I'll make short. Um, but basically, um, I'm in Guatemala. My husband is from Guatemala. And, um, and like you, like you mentioned, I'm a world traveler. I love traveling. Um, it's always been something that is my passions and um, is one of my why. As I talk a lot about in my business, I talk a lot about like, what is your why? Um, why are you doing what you do? Um, why do you want these things that you want? Because ultimately it's so important to know um, what are your core values? What, what are you doing this for? You know, so that you can really be happy and fulfilled in life. Um, so yeah, I met my husband in Guatemala um, when I was traveling, um, after I quit my job. And so we, uh, we've been living in Guatemala now for a couple of years and, uh, currently in California, we go back and forth a lot. Um, again, that's one of my, one of my core values is, is the freedom to be able to travel and, um, and live the lifestyle that, that really I want to be able to, to be free with time and with finances, um, and with location. It's really important to me and I love one of my core values. Yeah, no, you know what? I think that's why we connect so much is that freedom is one of my core values as well. Like, I'm just like, oh, heck no, I am not clocking in and out of a job <laughs> and taking, putting in time off requests and like all that kind of stuff. So I, you kind of mentioned for a second there that you quit your job to travel. Like, what the heck? Who just quits their job to travel? Like, tell me more about that. <laughs> I, think, I think ultimately, actually, I know part, this part of your journey uh, in the last few years, but maybe I don't even know the full story of you quitting your job. So tell me that part. 
So I was actually in a job, a corporate job for seven years um, that I actually really liked. And I, and I actually thought that it was my dream job um, when I got hired and I, I worked from home. Um, I was paid well. Um, I got, I was, it was very social and it was fun and exciting. And it was, I was actually helping entrepreneurs um, get funding from investors. So kind of like Shark Tank. Uh, so I was the director for Tech Coast Angels, um, the U.S. Um, the, uh, the the largest in angel investment, um, the largest investment group in the United States. Um, so I w I did that for seven years, and like I said, I really liked the job, and I I really enjoyed it, and I felt like I was using a lot of my strengths. Um, I would just right after I got my MBA um, from by one of my professors, my entrepreneurship professor actually was at the time the president of this organization. So um, anyway, I loved, I loved the job. Um, I wasn't fulfilling my potential. I felt like I was just sort of stuck. I didn't really, I felt like sort of unmotivated. I didn't really feel like I was um, using all of my strengths and, and my passions and, and everything that I cared about. Um, and, and even though I did have a lot of freedom, time freedom, because I did work from home and I had meetings only a couple times a week, I, I didn't have the type of freedom where it felt like it was total freedom. It didn't feel like, like I, I could take vacations and things, but it didn't feel totally authentic. It didn't feel totally authentic in, in the, in the way that, that I wanted it to feel where I felt like I was using all of my gifts and I felt like I was in my genius and I could do whatever I want whenever I wanted. And I didn't really feel like I was creating that lifestyle for myself. So, uh, in 2015, I quit my job, um, against all of the recommendations and, and advice from my parents and all of my friends and everyone else. And your job. <laughs> and I, I didn't have anything lined up. The only thing that I had was a one-way ticket to Central America. Wow. So I bought that ticket and I, and I just knew that I needed to change. I knew that, that, that this was the leap of faith that I needed to take in order to just really discover the true me, the authentic me, like what did I really want in life? And, you know, I was still single. I had just turned 30 and, and I just wanted to experience more. I wanted more. I felt like there, there were more there for me. And I just felt like, even though I liked my job and everyone loved me and they, you know, want me to leave and everyone else didn't want me to, to leave my job either. And the security of that, I just, I knew in my heart that that was what I needed to do in order to take the next step and, and move forward in my life and with what I really, really desired. Mm. Oh my gosh, it's so bold. I mean, I remember when I made the chance, the, the split decision to join the mastermind that I met you at that required travel. And, you know, and I was just kind of like, I'm doing it. I'm doing this thing. I'm taking the trip. I'm gonna, you know, I mean, I had been in motherhood for almost nine years at that point. So it's different for me. Um, it wasn't like I was leaving one secure spot for another. It was just like, you know, honoring the deepest desire of my heart was to take a trip and to do, you know, still have that. So I just think that that's, I mean, I think it's amazing. And um, it, it definitely takes a lot of courage. What do you think? Like, so how do you, I mean, how do you go from that place of having a job that you liked, making money that feels you know, it's pr providing and, you know, for whatever you said, you were making good money. So it's more than just providing. It was steady, substantial, it was secure, all that kind of stuff to like feeling really good about making that decision. Like how, what, like, do you have a process that you kind of go through that says like, here's how you can make that leap without 
being brash or irresponsible like because I mean I don't want to encourage people to just ditch the job and then be like homeless and SOL so what do they do? So I this it's taken me a while to come up with this process but I do have um, a method that I use and and basically um, when I took when I did this in, in 25 years ago um, I I really had to muster up a lot of courage, right? Because like I said, everyone was like, everyone was going against me. Everyone thought like, this is like, you like this job, like, what's your problem? And like, you, you have the freedom and like, you are, you, last week you were taking conference calls from, from a hotel room in Hawaii. Like, <clears throat> you know, they just didn't really understand like why I wanted more. And, um, and so I've come up with this process and it, and it, and it actually has, is, is, has become my, my way of taking inspired action um, and my way of just sort of tapping into my own intuition and what feels right for me um, and not, not making fear-based decisions, but rather making love and hope-based decisions so that I know that this is really what, is, what I'm supposed to do. This is what I, really what I'm meant for. Um, so if, if I may, I'd like to walk you through the process yeah. of, of doing that, of taking the inspired action. So I, it's a, it's a four-step process. And basically the, the four steps are connect clear, choose, and create. So the first step is connect. So that it's really just about connecting to your vision and connecting to what it is that you want. Like what do you, who do you need to be in order to accomplish the goals or the desired outcome? So, you know, in this case, like, like connect, just connecting to what do you want that to feel like? What do you want this, like this career to feel like? Um, and just really being intuitive and, and, and thinking and stopping and thinking and, and saying like, is this really what I want? And and if not, like, what is it that I want? So just, just really take time to connect um, to your intuition, connecting the vision that you want your life to look like, uh, connecting to maybe what you want your business to look like or your career. Um, and again, just connecting to who you need to be in order to accomplish that, that goal or the, the desired outcome. Um, and again, you can use this with anything, literally, like you can use it in relationships, you can use it in business. Um, for difficult conversations, or even just add it to your morning routine, and to just to set you just to set yourself up for a, for an awesome day. So again, the first step is connect. The second step is clear. So this is like where you're clearing all of the negative thoughts and all the stuff that's coming up when you when you when after you connect to your vision, right? You see this big goal. And all this stuff starts coming up. It's like, well, what if I fail? Or what if this doesn't work out for me? Or what if this isn't meant for me? Or what if I'm making the wrong decision? Like, what if, just come up with all the what ifs and everything that, that would be holding you back, all of those limiting beliefs, all the fears, all the insecurities and doubts. Um, and what I like to do is just write them all down just to get them out of your head. Right. So it's not necessary. You don't have to write them down, but I like to write them down just to like express them, get them out, get them on paper and, and just get them out of your head. Um, so then the next step is choose. So this is where you get to choose. What do you want to believe instead? And the good thing about your thoughts and beliefs is that you get to choose them. We get to decide if we want to see the positive and the uplifting and the inspiring, or we can choose to see the negative. Right, and we can choose the the these these fears. We can choose these limiting beliefs, these insecurities, and these doubts. Um, but you get to choose. So in this step, after you clear the negative thoughts and, and all of those fears and limiting beliefs and insecurities, um, you get to choose what do you want to believe instead. So so in this step, you get to reframe your negative thoughts and beliefs and choose empowering beliefs that support your goals instead. 
So instead of, instead of thinking like, what if I fail? And what if, what if this isn't meant for me? What if I'm making the wrong decision? All of those negative things that are, that are coming up and those fears, what do you want to choose to believe instead? So for example, you might want to choose to believe like, this is my destiny or this is my calling or I am meant for more or I'm meant to love my life and be happy and healthy and wealthy, right? What, what do you choose to believe instead? Because you get to choose to believe whatever you want. Right. And well, I was just going to say, even this morning, right? I think I was just sending you a message this morning. And originally I would like, there was, I, I was, I don't know what was happening. Oh, I needed to reschedule the call for a little bit later time. And you know, like even in the moment, I'm like, thinking to myself, ah, I'm like freaking so disorganized right now. Like I'm feel like honestly, I'm drinking from the fire hose. There's so much going on in my business. It's just like more than I can handle. It's so exciting that the momentum is awesome. But I was like, you know, trying to cross reference times, East coast, West coast with mountain time. And I got something confused. And originally the thought was, oh, I'm like, I'm just messing this all up. Like, fuck. <laughs> oh, uh, instead of saying I'm so disorganized and say I'm getting better at being organized. And so even yes. it doesn't have to be like a grand scheme, like there's a better way to choose your thoughts. Um, even daily yeah. moments. And so I like what you're saying about like, you know, even just acknowledging all the negative beliefs that you have until you really talk about them, you don't really know how to overcome them or to, to give a spin and have that positive spin on the words. And like I said, it could be as, you know, I see how having that perspective towards what you're creating for your life, um, you know, there's a better way to say it, but also sometimes it's just like the moment to moment, how you show up in little stuff every day. Like there's a better way to think about it. So I think that that's important to note there. And that's a habit, you know, that's a habit that we build, yeah. like how we talk to ourselves and how, what, what we say to each to ourselves and each other every day, you know? So if you, if you, like you said, if you can reframe even the little things in life, like reframe, I'm so unorganized to I'm working on becoming more organized, then that is such a powerful reframe that you can use like just in your daily life that makes you feel better. It, it makes you feel empowered, right? Cause you, you're, you're choosing like, I'm getting better at this. Like I'm, I'm nailing this. Like I'm, I'm going through this and it's, it's going to be better. Right. Rather than thinking like, Oh, like I'm so unorganized. I'm failing at this. Right. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing for me is that um, definitely overcoming my inner critic has been a huge part of my journey of overcoming mediocrity because it, to some degree, I felt like I couldn't, um, I could never get ahead and, and choose the real things that I wanted because what I was saying that I wanted and, and, you know, having these dreams of, but then the words I was actually using when I talked to myself, it, there was too much conflict. You know, it was just a lot of tension of like me being like, I can accomplish anything. But I'm so disorganized. How can I get anything done? I can you know, do big things in life, except for my calendar's a mess and I am missing calls or I'm an hour late. Like so, I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna choose different belief on that. Um, and once I've you know learned how to do the reframe, it's really positively impacts the way I show up because I'm not feeling like I'm coming from behind all the time. I'm always getting better. So I love that. Exactly. What's the last one? What's the fourth? One? I love that. So the last step is to create. So now you're taking inspired action from a place of confidence and empowerment. And you're, you're, you're coming from your highest energy and authenticity and you're showing up as your best self. So like I said earlier, you're, you're coming from a place of hope instead of coming from a place of fear. And those decisions are always so much more powerful and they're so much more aligned with what you actually want and how, and who, and how you're showing up and who you want to be in life 
rather than, like I said, just coming from a place of making decisions out of fear or like, you know, like, like I'm not going to quit my job because I'm afraid that I can't make it, or I'm afraid that I won't make as much money or whatever, whatever those fears are that come up. Um, again, you're making a, you're, you're making this decision coming from a place of love and hope and positivity and, um, and inspiration rather than all that negative stuff. Right. So, so just to recap, the, the four um, pieces are connect. So connecting to your vision, what you want clear. So clearing the negative thoughts and limiting beliefs and fears and insecurities, um, getting them down on paper if you want and, and out of your head and then choose. So choosing what you, what you want to believe instead, um, again, something positive and empowering so that you can move forward and take action with, with clarity and confidence and then creating. So just so create, so go take inspired action now from that place of confidence and empowerment. Um, and knowing that you're making the right decision um, because you're, you're coming from a place of, of, of inspiration and, and hope and love instead of fear. Mm, I love it. And I love, it's just like, it's pretty, it feels, I mean, here's the thing. It sounds really simple when you put it that way. And I know that as a human, we like to make things more difficult because we attach meaning to everything. And we try to, you know, just like, I don't know, the experience that I guess I'm coming from is sometimes I make things harder than they need to be. And I know I'm not alone here, but like, so your experience, cause you're coaching women all the time to basically do this and to quit their crap job and do the dream deal, like whatever that means for them. And as you are helping women who are trying to go after freedom and to find that ability to leverage, you know, what they can do in life, uh, to having freedom to travel and still be able to make money because people need to provide for themselves. Like, what do you think is the number one thing in your experience with your clients? Like where, where do people get hung up the most in that four process, like four part process? Like, wh like what's the hardest hurdle that you're working with, with your clients? I would say just the confidence, right? So the confidence to to know that you're making the right decision, the confidence to know that, to trust yourself and to trust your intuition. And, and just even a lot of them get just on that first piece on just connecting because they're, they're afraid to dream big or they're afraid that, that what they're, what they want is too much, or it feels selfish or it feels greedy or it feels like, you know, and we, and we have these stories that we tell ourselves might not even be our, our own stories that might come from our parents or our grandparents or someone in, in our you know, past and in our childhood that we've created these stories that like, it's not safe to make money or it's not right to make a lot of money and be happy and be healthy all at the same time. Or it's not fair to everyone else in the world if you are doing better or, you know, all these stories that come up. So a lot of people get, get hung up just on actually the first step here, just connecting with what they actually want and being true to and authentic to what it is they really want and their big dreams. Right. So, so I, that's another thing that I help people with is just really find like what, what it is that they really want, connecting with really what their true desires are so that they can see like, what would I be happy with? And that looks different for everyone. You know, it doesn't look, um, you know, the, the, the luxury lifestyle isn't for everyone. It like the luxury lifestyle is for some people. And there's some other people that, that are, that are really comfortable with traveling and and, you know, I think we have that in common too. And just not necessarily like living the high life, right. but, but being able to have the freedom, um, to do what we want to do to just having that freedom, that financial freedom, that time freedom and that location freedom, um, right. and being able to, to support our core, core values 
we do and actually love what we do while we're doing it. Just working in our zone and um, still being able to, to fulfill our other purposes that we're about families um, and travel and, you know, good food and fun experiences. Um, so, so that, yeah, that's the, yeah. ultimately what, what I'm trying to do for, for women. Yeah. Well, and I think that it's important to say that like, you know, being a world traveler, I mean, there's like, you know, something in between, right? Like there's not the, the world traveler who's basically just backpacking with one pair of shoes and, you know, a pack on their back and staying in hostels and, you know, just, you know, just real culture, culture immersion in that way. There's something between that and also, you know, ultimate luxury, five-star, four-star resort hotel things like don't get me wrong. Like I like staying in nice places, but there's something in between, um, that feels like, you know, like eating delicious food and staying in something that feels like I, I love Airbnbs, you know, staying in something that, mm -hmm. has, you know, a certain feel or aesthetic. I'm, I'm a design junkie. Um, but even still, like you don't have to be living at large and spending all this money in these luxury, you know, getaways. Uh, it still costs money. <laughs> it does. It does. Yourself, and in, and it's a it's a decision you have to make, and in a in a price you have to pay, even if you're not traveling. You know, first class, high end. Um, you know, black, uber black all the time. Like it still costs a, a pretty penny. And so I love that. Um, and I think you know, even with one of my podcast guests I had uh, recently you know, she asked me a question, um, at the end. And the question was, um, and it doesn't have to, I mean, it doesn't even have to be about being a Christian, I guess, so much as, uh, or it, bringing it to faith at all, but I'm a woman who's not. And my initial reaction is I'm not a woman who's afraid to say like, I like money. It's not the love of money. It's what money provides. It provides opportunity. It provides options. It provides support and resources, right? Like there's so many people out there who have all kinds of money and they're writing checks. They're supporting good organizations, doing good things in the world. And sometimes there's people who are the hands and feet who provide the support. And then there's other times when people are writing the checks and funding the projects for clean water in a village in the middle of nowhere. And so I exactly. think one thing that you know people forget to think about um and i feel like i don't know now we're bringing it up twice and i guess it's just on my heart right now but it's like if people just understood that you know when you have money it's not the money is not going to make you selfish or not or generous like you either are or you aren't when you have the money it's a revelation it's a revealing of what's already in you so if you're a generous person and you end up with a lot of money like there's a lot of good that's done with that money and if you're not a generous person and you like to keep it to yourself and you get a lot of money then you're just going to spend it on yourself and that's just the way it is and so i'm like if if women especially would let go of that idea that making a lot of money is wrong or bad or icky and having a career that's really fulfilling is wrong or bad or icky like Oh, what, what a world we would live in if everyone was really pursuing their, their dreams and their passions and, and leveraging that. So and that's basically the premise of, you know, the podcast is to inspire women to do that. So, um, so thank you for, you know, being a person who's a leader in that way and helping them see what's possible, because I think we just don't even know, we don't know what we don't know sometimes. And so, um, you know, I don't know, how do, how do your, like, how do your clients, like, what do you think is the turning moment for them a lot of times? Why are they even reaching out to you in the first place? Is it just really that lack of, of, um, 
fulfillment or is there something else? I think that there's, yeah, there's a lack of, of fulfillment. There's a lack of confidence. It's like they have these, these big dreams that are like sitting in the back of their minds, but they don't, they're not really totally positive that it's, that it's possible for them. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so it's about the belief. It's about the confidence. It's about the clarity of what that looks like to them, like what their dream life and their dream business looks like to them. And that, and the clarity of like where their genius stone is and what, what can they help people with and where can they make money? Um, you know, that, that sweet, I call it the genius stone, that sweet spot between what you love to do, what you're good at, what the world needs and what people will pay you for. So, so just getting clarity around that genius zone so that you are working in a place where like you're totally fulfilled because it's what you love to do, but right. you're also financially fulfilled because it, it's what the world needs and, and people will pay you for it. Hmm. Right. So, so, so just helping them get to that place where they can understand what that looks like for them, because we're all unique in that way. Um, right. And, and then, and get all the fear securities that come up that have been stopping them for, for usually years that have been stopping them and they've just been going back to these jobs that like they don't really love or um, or trying to find an, a job that they do love but they, they have all these passions and they have all these interests and all these things that are so valuable and they just don't know how to put it all together and turn it into something that is a, that's a viable business right so there's two parts it's just the the business strategy is part of it. And then the actual belief system and, and, and what they believe in, and, um, and what they believe is possible for them and vision of that. Um, and what, what does that look like? So it's just, you know, it's those two pieces, the, the vision of what, what their, their dream business and their dream life looks like and getting to their, their down to their genius zone. Um, and then the business strategy. So like, what is their, what do they want their business to look like? And because they're able to design, we're all able to design a business that we love, that works for us, that works for the hours that we want and the, the traveling that we want to do and the, maybe the children that we have and, and all of those pieces that are put together. Right. Um, a lot of people don't see the potential that they have and they don't see that they, they get to design it, right? They, get, they have the power to, to create the business that feels good for them. It doesn't have to look the same for everyone. Right. Right. Totally. And I think it's important too, to even say that, um, I mean, even still like, like the corporate grinds might be exactly what somebody wants to do. And you know what I mean? So it's like nothing to take away from that, but, it, but then even still, if they have dreams of being, you know, a corporate executive or whatever, but they're still working some lame old nine to five, like, you know, the freedom to be able to just feel confident enough to pursue whatever that dream is. It doesn't just have to be, you know, um, you know, like a location freedom. Like I, I just know exactly. that. And I think it also is just realizing that there's a different way to look at what a corporate job can look like. Um, because even for you, for example, and a, another dear friend of mine, it never even occurred to me from the corporate job that I had that there was corporate jobs that could be done remotely. Like there's even, there's another layer of what it means to have that corporate job and to be in that team environment and to have that kind of thing going on that also allows you to have some location freedom to be able to work from home or work from Hawaii. Like, yeah, I, exactly. I mean, so I think we talked about this once, but like, I mean, I worked in property management and I moved up the ranks from being a leasing agent to being, you know, you know, five steps up. And by the time I left that job, I was running, you know, uh, uh, several apartment communities. I think it was like four communities out of a central office. Like, you know, I had a staff and a team and like, you know, I, 
reported to corporate. But it, at that point in my career, I had no idea that people worked from home. I mean, that was a decade ago. So I think a lot of things have changed. And I'm sure some people are looking at me being like, what? How do you not know people work from home? But this wasn't necessarily an option a decade ago. It was just, and if it was, it wasn't something I was aware of. And so I think even people realizing like there's a way to love your job and still pick the best parts of it um, and find the other parts that aren't working from you. Like if you're commuting and, you know, slaving in your, your several hours of your day to a drive back and forth, like, you know, there's other ways to do that. And so, um, right. And that's exactly like what you just said. That's exactly what people need to do is just see what are the parts that aren't working for them, right? Because there are tons of people in this world who fit really well into corporate positions and they like corporate positions. I actually liked mine, right? I just found a better fit. I just found that this was a better fit for me based on my core values. Um, but they're totally, that, that opportunity is there. Um, and like you said, they might be in a career or a position that doesn't light them up, but there's another career path that's in, still in corporate that feels better to them and maybe isn't commuting or has more things there that they want and less things that they don't want. So that's, that's a good point to recognize is, is just that it, this looks different for everyone, right? So just getting, getting help and in, in, in the, finding the clarity of what that looks like to you yeah. is, um, is, is what I do. Yeah, well, I love it. So tell me, I think you said you have a Zone of Genius guide. And so I'm sure I'll link um, in the show notes how to find that on your website so that people can go download it and kind of go through that process with themselves. But tell us a little bit about, I mean, because I know that you said, and I think it's important, really, honestly, to highlight the part where you said it's to take, uh, I think it was to take your skills and then create um what did you say? It was a creative, a business or an opportunity or solution, making sure that it's something that you can get paid for, right? Like right. that's the point of creating a solution that somebody's willing to pay for. There, there lies the secret to real success is having a career that makes money, um, is meaning you have to have a, a client or, um, a service, you know, having a service or a product that people are willing to pay for. I think that's the part people forget and there's nothing wrong with having a passion project and doing something that you enjoy for the sake of enjoying it but if you're building a business somebody has to pay for that so what tell me about this zone of genius guide that you have yeah so um <clears throat> i put this together because again a lot of my clients need need support like they know what they like to do and they know less what they're good at, um, but they just don't know how to put everything together into what do you love to do? What are you good at? What does the world need? And what will people pay you for? Right? So that sweet spot is in the middle. And unfortunately, if you, if you aren't in the middle of that and, and there's something that's missing from there, like you said, like if, if there's something that you love to do, you're good at and the world needs, if people aren't willing to pay you for it, this becomes a charity, right? It becomes a hobby or a charity. And maybe you're totally helping people because the world needs it and you love to do it, but you're not making any money at it. So like you said, that passion project, but if it's a business, it needs to have all four pieces of this to be really sustainable. Mm. So that's, that's the, the goal here is to, to create an idea or a list of ideas really, because um, there could be more than one and you get to narrow it down and choose um, and so I go through that in the, in the Genius Zone Guide, uh, which you can find on my website um, at KimberlyLatona.com. Um, you go through the Genius Zone Guide, you, you, you go through the workbook and see like, what are, how do you meet these four requirements, these four, these four criteria, and then how do you put them all together? 
right? So, and you'll come out of this with a list of things that are potential business ideas that you could do. And I even go through, if you're a multi-passionate entrepreneur like myself and like you, <laughs> like both of us. Businesses that I started in the last two and three years, like, oh my God. <laughs> just pick one. Yeah. I'm like, just pick one already, but it's, it's more than just pick one. It's, you know, yes. Yeah. There's, and I go through the strategy there too, of, of how to choose which one to go for. Right. So there's criteria that I put in there of, uh, of how to choose. Like if you, if you have more than one idea on that list, you can come up with more than one idea. Like maybe you have three or four or five. Um, well, how do you choose the best one? Right. So, so I go through that and then, um, you know, just a reflection uh, activity. So, so you, so that you're putting this into action, right? So what are the next steps? I always go away with like, what are the next steps? What are the action steps? Um, with my clients, we never leave a call, um, or even with usually with friends, like there's always something to do, right? Because I'm, I'm a, I'm a doer and I believe that that's um, a strong point And it's something that people need to be held accountable for, um, is, is taking action. Yeah. Every call we've ever ended, you're like, okay, so, okay, wait, before we go, you're going to go do this, right? And I'm like, do it. Yes. Okay. Fine. I'm going to do it. <laughs> so I love that you hold that as part of, you know, even just in normal friendships, because I think that's the thing that's really, and I don't mean to take away from what you're saying, but that's the authenticity piece that I think people forget is that like, whatever it is that you're teaching and whatever it is that you are doing you know, in your business, like the inauthentic part is when you're, you're a preacher or you're an enthusiastic messenger, which is something that I, I'm, I've been terrible at in my life. Don't get me wrong. I have all these great ideas and I can share them, but then there's like certain areas where I do it was like terrible at taking the action. I'm like, here's what you should do. And then I didn't do it myself. I am not afraid to admit that I am full of ideas. And I think that's part of my, you know, my zone of genius is being an idea generator. But, um, but the action part. So I just, I love that you do that just like in friendship, in with clients, in your own life. Like you, you go through, you figure, you brainstorm, you do your ideas and you're like, okay, take the action. And that's the piece that's so like, it's just, it's, you know, um, it's not that always missed, but it's the important part. Like yeah. next step. So. And, and it's how people see results, right? See how people see progress because there's, we had, there's, we're, we live in a, in this generation where there's just so much information and we're just consuming, we're consuming, consuming, consuming. Yeah. If, if we're consuming and we don't actually take action on what we're consuming, then it's completely useless, right? How many, how many courses have we signed up for that we didn't complete or how many courses or online, um, you know, things have we signed up for or coaching programs or any kind of program, uh, or personal development stuff or books or anything that we, we listen to it and we're inspired and we feel good about it, but then we don't actually go do what they're saying to do. We don't actually go take the action and therefore nothing changes, right? So nothing changes. If nothing changes, you have to take the action. And that's so important. And that's one of more, my core values is something that, that I think the most <laughs> besides yeah. like all of the the genius zone and like finding this 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 place of uh, what where they want what they want their lives to look like and and the business strategy it's actually holding them accountable for taking action on what they want right getting what they want and, and seeing those results even if it's just little by little um just showing up right showing up and, and getting what they want yeah, for sure. And I think that it's also, I mean, one thing that, um, that kind of came to my thought to my mind when you were saying that is that like, sometimes 
like even if you read a book and it had a lot of good information um like not even all the time is the action or the information that the book is giving you really relevant to you in your life even if it is inspiring and so i think that's kind of that checking in and knowing your why that you talked about at the beginning like like is this some is there a message in here for me uh is this information something i need to apply to my life and if so then yeah take the action but if if not you know sometimes maybe even just sharing the inspiration with somebody else might be the only action you need to take in that place. Like sometimes knowing that you don't have to do everything that inspires you and being really in tune with who you are and how to apply, um, you know, take action in your life is part, part of that is knowing which actions are meant for me. Um, and sometimes, like I said, just taking action of being, of sharing with others um, might be enough instead of applying it. It's just like this message is great, but I really like know that Kim would love this content and this would be so relevant for her in her life. Maybe that's all the action you need to take. So sometimes I'm like part of my problem, I think, is I've got too many ideas, too many action, and I'm like, forget it, I'm not doing anything, but you know, I don't always have to do it. So I love yeah, that. Yeah, then that's a good point. Yeah, just be, yeah. being intuitive about it and just seeing like, okay, like like you said, how is this relevant to my life? How can I use this in my life? Or can I share this with someone else or, you know, did I learn this and, and it's not the right time for me to take action on it. Right. Yeah, no, for sure. And, uh, and yeah, I love it. Well, I'm going to definitely link that freebie because, uh, and I like, I don't even know if I've downloaded it yet, but I'd love to be able to look at it and just be like, okay, am I on the right track? Because sometimes, uh, my vision can be too big and I don't need tunnel vision, but, um, but I need direction. So always checking in with where I'm at, what I'm doing is good. So I can't wait to add that. Um, I know right now you're in California and I know that part of this, you know, having the freedom to, uh, be where you want to be when you want to be is, is important, but right now it's a different situation with social distancing and you got a little bit stranded. I know you're with family, but do you have any like words of, um, advice or encouragement for anyone who is struggling to feel like they're like because you're not where you're you're not home right now and that's not by choice and so you know whether or not somebody's in a job that they don't want or they're in a living in a state or a home that they don't want like how are you staying focused on the positive of being separated from your dog and your home and your your real life not that being where you're at is wrong but you know, what can you, what kind of encouragement can you give someone right now who's stuck in the wrong place? I think the thing that helps me the most, um, when I, when I think about that or when I get discouraged or when I feel like I'm not where I want to be, or I'm not doing the, I'm not completing the goals that I want to, or that I have set for myself because of outside circumstances. Um, it's important just to, to realize that, that there's a season for everything, right? So it's not like, like there's not, there's not always going to be like this perfect work-life balance where it's like, this is 50% work and 50% um, family and, and everything is perfect in it. And it always looks like that, right? It, it, it looks different all the time. So just having, just taking it one day at a time and knowing that this isn't permanent, right? Knowing that this is a season and that it's going to pass, right? This too shall pass. And we'll all, we're all going to get through this. And just knowing that you're not alone, you need to be flexible this is what life is about, right? Just being flexible and being able to, and especially entrepreneurship. I mean, that life is about being flexible, but entrepreneurship is even more so about being flexible. Like you, you've chosen this life and, and it comes with ups and downs and it comes with all arounds and you just kind of have to roll with the punches right now. So, so just, again, just know that, that this is temporary 
and that there's a season for everything and just giving yourself grace to, to, to feel how you feel and to, um, you know, to take each day at, you know, one day at a time and, uh, you know, support where you need it because that's, that's really something that, that is undervalued right now, right? The support that you can get from coaches and from friends and from family, even though we're, we're far apart, we can, we can still support each other. Yeah, totally. Well, I mean, and it's true. And even with, even with my own journey, I've had ups and downs, um, but even with just the social distancing going from, you know, having a personal branding business that was really more focused on, you know, doing photography, I travel photography at that, you know, like doing retreats and I had a shoot planned, like we had an event planned, you and I, I was kind of photographing your, um, your events, attendees, your guests, and, you know, like, just pulling the rug out from underneath of us. I mean, it was literally like, I think the day before or two days before. And I was like, girl, I can't come. Like, this is crazy. Like all this stuff is happening. And we're like, okay, well in a week or two, when this blows over, we will, right. <laughs> we'll still do it. We, I mean, we just didn't have any idea the severity at which people were going to react to the situation, you know, uh, like opinions aside of whether or not everything is right or wrong. Um, we just had to go with the flow and I really had to work on that for myself. So, and even with my business, you know, having started myself with copywriting and then knowing that helping women, um, to, you know, connect their copy with the images of their business and, and connect the branding and all of that, um, you know, having, having the bandwidth to shift and let go of the photography and the retreats that I had been really ramping up, um, it was disappointing. So it is hard to sometimes it's not really letting go of it, but it's just setting it aside and being like, okay, like the time and the place for these things will come back into my life. And for right now, you know, reverting back to, um, you know, more on the content creation and the copy side. So, uh, yeah, going with the flow and grace, 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 grace. Yes. So I don't, I didn't really mention this at the beginning of the call, but Kim is my mastermind partner. And so she's like, talks me off a ledge on a few times. She's like, okay, <laughs> you're overwhelmed. I don't need your overwhelm. You need to knock that off. And I'm like, oh gosh, I can't do it. And she's like, no, no, your overwhelm is your problem. I'm not like, I don't want to hear that. And I'm like, ah, blasted. So, you know, whether or not you're getting support with coaches or you're in a mastermind relationship with someone where they're helping keep you accountable for your bullshit that you want to, the story you want to try to sell them, uh, it's important to get support. Um, and so, you know, like I said, I'll link the, in the show notes, the uh, freebie that she has um, to kind of help you with your genius zone. And then of course, it, as far as for my group goes, not a bland brand, you know, if you have not, if you have an online business of any sort, uh, and your marketing and messaging and your branding is not like making you super happy and it's not, you know, getting a lot of attention, then just join the group. Lots of free content in there. Uh, I do workshops on the regular. I'm, you know, actually have a new workshop coming up. Um, and even if you've listened to this a long time ago, uh, you can always find that content in the group. So not a bland brand on Facebook is where you can find me. The link for Kim's uh, website will be in the show notes. And thanks so much for joining me today. I know we, we kind of um, have talked about doing this for a while and I had to get out of my funk zone of being like all up in my head about my business. So thanks for Thanks for holding me accountable and your patience. And do you have any last words you want to say? Well, thank you for having me. This has been so fun. Um, I'm, I'm really excited to connect with, with your audience and just with the people, with your tribe. Um, I know that we have a lot of things in common and we, we have a lot of 
like I know that we'll have just people that will be in common here too with, with all of our, our core values and, and our passions and everything that, that are so connected. So um, yeah, for all those listening to, um, Nicole is known as the, 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 the copy genius and the, the creative genius in our mastermind group. So she's, um, she's the copy fairy. If anyone ever needs help, they always go directly to her and even our um, even our own business coach like wants to wants to contract her. So, um, so that's I know that that's your your genius zone, and I'm so I'm proud of you, and I'm I'm excited to support you in this journey um, because we we both pivoted our businesses um, and quite a bit in just the last years, and and it's just it's amazing to see you actually in your in your zone of genius, and um, that's my passion is is just seeing women in their in their living out their core values, living out their passions, working in their zone of genius and making good money doing it. So thank you. Girl and taking the action. So anyway, I can't, I'm glad to see you. I mean, I know everyone's listening and we're going to, you're just having the audio, but I'm seeing her on screen and her and I are talking and I'm just, I'm looking forward to the next event, the next trip that we take. I don't know. We like to collect passport stamps together. So who knows, maybe our next event will require a stamp. Uh, and if, if that is to be, I hope so. Better be on both of our lists because when the trips are going down and we're having our group events, uh, they're not the ones, they're not ones you want to pass up on for sure. So thanks again and uh, for everyone else have a great day we'll talk to you guys later thank you so much for listening head on over to nicoleherring.com to read the whole story the good the bad and the ugly it's all in there plus you'll find links for instagram facebook and info on how you can rediscover your passion and reconnect with your soul even if you're a mom emerge from the fog is available on amazon so go check it out in the meantime have a dance party take a walk or take a nap because the secret to getting your mojo back in your motherhood is self-care your family deserves the best of everything mama including the best version of you